Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Welcome in Armed American Radio's Georgia Ranch, the AAR Ranch here in Georgia. It's a beautiful day here in Georgia, a little bit chillier and I like it, but it's a nice day. Hope it's beautiful where you are. Welcome inside the Six Hour Studios with me, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And in this first hour of today's program, we are on the Daniel Defense platinum microphone and it is all being brought to you by the great x insurance greg over in dallas tejas how you doing my brother uh not too bad i shaved oh hey how about that there you go you didn't though did not because you have a manly man beard and there's still a little trimming i have to do with the razor would you please visual phrasing would you please tell people where to listen to the show and what or to all of it? Watch it, just listen do the to stuff. it, just do the stuff that you do every day. Would you do that for us, please? Thank you so much. Uh, sure. If you want to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of the website, you'll see the menu icon. Just give it a slap. When that window opens up, you can select that watch live option. You've also got the listen live option and the podcast link. If you want to support the show, just head on down to that shop link. If you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Let's go to our guest, Craig DeLuz, running in California 6 for Congress. And we have a lot to talk with you. It's going to be a California-centric hour. Craig, how are you, my brother? Thanks for jumping in here with me today on short notice, man. It is a pleasure to have you joining me on uh, the left coast, the west coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. I, I don't know if I like the sound of that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know if I, I'm serious. I'm not sure if I like the sound of that one. Hey, I've got a <laughs> clip from Joe Biden that I want you to hear, and I want to see if you can translate it for me. Would you be so kind here? Let's take a listen to Joe Biden. Sure, sure. I'll get him up here. Here he is. Here he comes. Here he comes. We'll get him in for Yeah, you don't say. Craig, can you help me translate Joe Biden there? Uh, I, I think he said something about Corn Pop being a bad dude. I, I think I heard I got 81 million votes in there somewhere, too. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for the well, Great Lakes, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that 81 million people voted for him, but he may have gotten 81 million votes. How about that? Okay, I'll, I'll accept that answer. I'll accept that answer, and I'll stay in Georgia while I accept that answer. I'm, I'm into my free state. Craig, so tell people what's going on with you. Obviously, I ran into you at SHOT, of course, and I want to talk with you a little bit about that. But before we get started with everything and, and St. Benitez's latest ruling out in California, behind that curtain, where can people find you? Tell us what you're doing, why it's important, who you're running, all that fun stuff. You're trying to change California. Man, you have our support, brother. 
Yes, sir. So I am uh, I am running for California's sixth congressional district. It's suburban Sacramento County. So I'm right here where the laws are made. All those bad laws you hear about coming out of California, they're made right up the street from where I'm at right now. Um, I've worked in the California legislature. I've lobbied in the California legislature on behalf of the Firearms Policy Coalition. I've worked to try and bring common sense conservatism uh, to California for the last 30 years. Uh, evidently, I'm, I'm not doing too well in some parts, although on the school district where I currently reside and have served for almost 20 years, uh, we do seem to have some of that common sense uh, conservatism. Uh, I'm trying to bring that to Washington, D.C. Uh, interesting thing about my school board is we're majority Democrat sometimes, majority Republican sometimes, and yet I have been uh, board president uh, all the way through it. We have balanced budgets. Uh, we don't have wokeness in our schools. Uh, you know, once again, when you when you focus on what your main job is in this particular case, educating kids, uh, you don't get into the extraneous stuff. Well, then you t- you tend to do well. I want to bring that sort of leadership uh, to the House of Representatives. I I got to ask it this way. Okay, you've made you've you've clearly made some inroads this school board. Okay, and and that's we hear that phrase all the time, right? Politics is local. You can't get much more local than school boards, can you? I, I think that's a fair statement. No, you can't. Yeah, yes, this, is, this is where it all begins, is at that level. And then, of course, you know, the political ladder goes up from there. But common sense conservatism doesn't seem to make sense when we talk California for those of us outside of California. But it really does, because there is common sense conservatism in California. There's just not enough of it. Is that right? I think you hit the nail on the head. There are actually more conservatives in the state of California than every other state in the country. The problem is is that there are twice as many left-wing liberals as there are in the rest of the country. Now, the challenge we face here is that because uh, because the media is controlled by the left, academia is controlled by the left, in many cases they've spent a lot of time, the last, I would say, 40, 50 years, uh, laying a groundwork for some of the craziness we are now seeing. But... What we're finding in terms of the polling that we're looking at, in terms of the people that we're talking to is, you know, even even Democrats or decline, those who are not registered a part of any party, independents, are seeing some of this craziness and, and, and they're not down with it. They're not supportive of it. Now, in many cases, they're kind of scared to say something because you know how it is. If you say something, all of a sudden you are racist, you are a bigot, uh, you are a transphobe, homophobe. Uh, instead of just, well, I'm, I'm a parent who's concerned about my children. I'm a, I'm a business owner who's concerned about, you know, being able to, to earn a living and, and take care of my employees. I'm, I'm a father who's worried, a father and husband who's worried about the crime that I see in the streets of my community. So they're afraid to say anything. So when they see someone who's, who's, who's governed in, in an area where I'm at, I'm in an area that's overwhelmingly Democrat, although my congressional district is more purple um but when they see that i've been successful governing in that area when they see the work that i've done they're a lot more amenable and they say you know what maybe i can buy into this republican thing or this conservative thing in particular if if it's more about common sense and that's why i say it's not about it's not about liberal versus conservative it's about common sense versus common nonsense you know you wow you bring up Golly, it could go in a bunch of different directions here. I, as I'm listening to you, I took, was taking some notes here. And you said that 
they're they're out there. Some of them that the, the, the liberals that are not down with this might be afraid to say something. And you mentioned, you know, you're a bigot, you're a racist, you're a transphobe, you're a homophobe. Look, I'm, I'm a conservative. I'm none of those things. And, and I'm not afraid to say something. Now, if, you know, I, I, it's hard to get into the liberal mind. But if a liberal in California isn't any of those things, but is afraid to stand up, even in the face of the fact that they know they're not any of those things. In other words, they're not willing to weather the storm and answer and say, I'm not what you're accusing me of. I'm just not down with the poop map in my city. I'm not down with that guy being let loose after breaking into that store or that home. So that would tell me that those people, because I often wonder, do the liberals really believe their nonsense? Well, if they're afraid to say something for those reasons, isn't that indicative that they really do believe that nonsense? No, it's because once again, a lot of people just say they're afraid of what's going to happen. Oh, you know, I might, I might lose my job. Uh, I might be ostracized okay. out of whatever it is. I'm see. Some people might believe something, but they're not necessarily willing to put themselves or family or their livelihood on the line in order to say something. And by the way, there's one group that I forgot to mention, and that's the people that, for some reason or another, and I cannot fathom how this has happened, but they don't tie the things that are happening with the policies that are being passed by the politicians. I literally had an argument with some folks who yesterday who were, I don't want to say an argument, it was, it was a debate and a discussion, but we were talking about immigration. I said, well, nobody could solve this immigration problem. It, it was, it's always been bad. I said, no, actually, it went down under Donald Trump. It went down significantly. In fact, if you added up all four years of the Donald Trump administration, that it was something like a little like 1.1 or 1.2 million illegal border crossings, as opposed to the 6 to 10 million that have taken place and we're not even at the end of Joe Biden's administration. But for some reason, they, they're like, well, that, that would have happened anyway. I said, no, the first things that he did was he ended to remain in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, he, he refused to deport. He refused to deport people. Um, and he basically told everybody, hey, come on in. I mean, he changed the literally executive order, changed policies. Yeah. Well, you that know, that would have been a great point. That would have been a great part. We're getting ready to take a break. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that would have been a great part in the argument to, to ask the question of that person. Do you recall seeing any illegal immigrants coming up through Mexico in hordes wearing We Love You Donald Trump T-shirts? Because if you recall thousands were wearing Joe Biden T-shirts after he was elected when that border was open. When we come back, Craig DeLuz running for Congress in California 6. We've got a lot of ground to cover with him. And as you can tell, time flies quickly here on Armed American Radio's Defense. When we come back, three more segments with Craig DeLuz. Don't go away. We'll tell you where to find him online and help out his campaign as well. We'll be back after this break on the flip side. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. I'm going to bring some of that lighting down in here in the studio. A little bit too bright for my, for my taste today, Greg, in Dallas, Texas. 
Welcome back, guys. Six Hour Studios fired up for you here at AAR Ranch. X Insurance presenting it all. Daniel Defense Mike. Mark Walters in front of that mic talking with Craig Deleuze, running for California's sixth seat out there in Congress, and a great guy. Craig, tell people where they can find you and support you. And those of you listening in California, good heavens. If you don't live in California 6 and you know someone who does, get out there and fight for that seat. This is how change is effected. This is how it begins. Real change, like getting rid of, getting rid of all the lib nonsense that's going on in your state. Craig, welcome back, brother. Tell people where to go get you. Uh, you can visit my website, craigdeluz.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-D-E-L-U-Z.com. You can also just Google Craig Deleuze and you'll find me. And I encourage you, if you want to know whether or not I, what, what work I've done, whether or not I've been standing for the, the Second Amendment and conservative values, just Google me and trust me, you will find plenty. You'll find plenty of news stories. You'll find plenty of videos. You'll find plenty of stuff. And you'll get an idea of exactly what I'm about. Yeah, and you're out there on Ops Lens as well, and you do work with Mike, and you do work with Arms. I mean, you're out there, right? So people can go visit those forums. If they just, ladies and gentlemen, Google Craig, you'll find him. Like he said, he's everywhere, and he's been out there forever. Let's switch gears now and go over to Vegas briefly before I go back to California, because you and I just saw each other at SHOT, and that's always, I don't know, I mean, what do you call SHOT? You know, it's a crazy thing. It's a busy week. Everybody's busy. And I'm going to do this on national radio while I have you here. Yes, we're going to record a video because we're unable to do that because of my schedule. So I will be doing that. And if you want to set that time up while we're live on the radio, you go right ahead and do it. See? See? All right, well, I'm putting myself out there, and I'm doing it live. Let's make it happen, okay? <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, it's it's a busy week. What did you think of SHOT? What, what, what did you take away from it? You've been there for many years like I have. What was your takeaway? What did you see? What did you not see? What did you think the state of the industry is based on what you saw and experienced that week last week? Well, I'll tell you one, I think there's a lot of excitement in the industry in particular because we've seen now a full year under Bruin and people are excited because they're starting to see rights being restored again. They're starting to see that that uh, the courts are actually standing up and defending our fundamental right to keep and bear arms. So there's a lot of excitement. Um, that, that, that's the first thing that I saw. Uh, the other thing was, and for you know, for me, it's always fun because that and the gun rights policy conference are the times in which I get to see people who I normally don't get to see very often. You know, people who who live who live in America as opposed to you know the the, the People's Republic of California. Um, <laughs> America, you know, America, exactly. So it's I don't know. For me, it's always refreshing. I always enjoy it. I never get enough sleep, uh, but I always have a good time. Yeah, I know a few of the guys that you run with out there will literally fuel on sugar-free Red Bulls or regular full-bore Red Bulls <laughs> for the entire week. I know that for a fact, so let's not oh, try yeah. to deny that. I don't know how they do it. I honestly don't. Maybe it's, maybe it's an age thing, and maybe I've been going there for 10 or 12 years longer than they have. But nonetheless, did you see any but particular you, hardware you, you, you out have there? To, you have to train for shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you depending on what your goal is, you absolutely do. That's fair to say. Exactly. Yeah, if exactly. your goal is to stay on Eastern time and be a fud, you don't have to do any training. If your time is to, if you're training to go, if you want to go out there and really cut loose, you have to train in advance. Did you see any particular hardware items that stood out to you this year? 
You know, honestly, so the challenge being in California is there's a lot of things in other states that you're allowed to have that we're not allowed to have in California. So I tend to spend my time looking at the things that I know we can have. And so for me, I'm, I'm, I've really gotten into red dots, in particular the Holliston red dot, and they have a new infrared red dot that I saw that was just yes. – it was. I don't. I don't know that it's probably a little beyond my price point, but it was. It was so impressive. Yeah, those are a little bit pricey. Those infrareds, but boy, they are nice, aren't they? Now, are those illegal in California? No, no. Those are very. Those are quite legal in Cal. Those are quite legal in California. It's probably going to be twice as much in California as it would be in America, as you said. More than likely. Oh yeah. Let's oh, yeah. let's let's use that now as a segue to. The California and Judge Benitez, I, I talked about this yesterday, and I'm sure you are very well aware of what's going on. First off, Judge Benitez, does the moniker St. Benitez really fit him in California? Oh, most most definitely. <laughs> I, you know, I will tell you. Not a shock. He has just been, well, he's been, he's been, he's been consistent. Uh, on on the issue, and not only that, his rulings are 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 very detailed. They are rooted in law, not you know they're they're not opinions, they're not thoughts, they're not hopes and wishes the way the way you see for many judges uh, from in the Ninth Circuit. But it's rooted deeply in law and an understanding of the technology. He's he's focused on the technology of firearms, technology of ammunition, and and by the way, the te- in this particular case. The technology surrounding the whole background check system mm-hmm. in California. You know, one of the things they note in the, uh, in the Associated Press article, they, they call it a background check, but it's not really a background check because people who know know you cannot use NICs for, to check ammunition. You're only allowed to use it for firearm purchases. So we have this thing in California called the automated, automated firearm system. So every time you buy a, a firearm, your name goes into the, into the automated firearm system saying that you bought a firearm. So what they do is, it's called, we call it APHIS. They check and see, are you an APHIS? Well, if you move to California and you bought all your guns out of state, you're not an APHIS. You can't buy ammo. If you're visiting California and you want to go to the gun range, you want to go hunting, you haven't bought a gun in California, you aren't an APHIS, you can't buy ammunition. If you have moved and have a different address on your driver's license since the last time uh, you purchased guns, you're not an APHIS. You can't buy ammunition. I mean, we're talking almost 15% of people who go to purchase ammunition are being rejected in California. And the overwhelming majority of them were people who were legally allowed to own or possess firearms. That's the problem. So he's like, look, this, the way in which you're implementing this Clearly, clearly, you are trampling on the rights of, of, of Americans. You're trampling on their right to keep in their arms uh, because you can't get your act together. Well, that raises a question. I have to ask this. And you know what I'm going to do before I ask that question? I'm going to pose this one. Let's assume I call you after we get off air and I said, Craig, I didn't want to mention this on air, but I'm moving to California tomorrow i'll be out there friday night and the first thing i'm going to need to do well is i need to know what to do with all of my guns number one and i've got a bunch of them and the second thing is i'm going to have to buy ammunition what process do i have to go through to buy ammo if i walk into a show we've got 30 seconds so i'll tell you what let's hold on to that and i'll set that up and then i want to follow up on that 
with because it sounds to me like criminals would have a very difficult time getting ammunition in California. I'm wondering how they do that based on all of these hoops you just mentioned and APHIS, et cetera. So when we come back, if I move to California tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to find out from Craig what it is I have to go through to purchase a round for one of my and we'll just say it's a California compliant gun. And on second hand, on second thought, how do criminals buy their ammunition when I have to go through all these hoops? I'm assuming they do as well. A little sarcasm there, maybe? We'll let Craig explain it when we come back. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, brought to you by X Insurance, continues here in the Sig Sauer Studios and the Daniel Defense Mike right after this. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back. If you're watching on uh, high definition, high def, as Greg calls it, high def or high fidelity, high fidelity, high def. I have a, a Circle K cup here, but it's filled with Defender Coffee. I love these Circle K cups. They just keep coffee warm for the entire duration of the show. I love it. But I have Defender Coffee Liberty Roast in here, organic. It's great stuff. Start our day with it every day. And throughout most days, kind of rely on it throughout the days. It's great stuff. And it supports the Second Amendment when I drink it because I give a portion of the profits to the bag that the coffee that I brewed came out of to the Second Amendment Foundation. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a win-win. Make sure to visit all of our partners. You'll see some new ones up here. Armslist.com, America's firearms marketplace. Buy, sell, trade. Join them now. Anytime you do and anytime you you purchase anything from these folks who have beaten the Brady's in court every single time the Brady's have come after them, by the way, support them. They've been fighting that battle for years. You use that AAR promo code. We have a new ammo manufacturer. You like your shotgun shells? Soon to be moving into some pistol calibers as well. I'll tell you about that latter part of, uh, I say latter part of the week. I guess, Greg, the latter part of the week is upon us. So I'll probably let you know who that is. We'll sneak that in tomorrow. We've got a couple others popping up as well. So visit them all. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Let's go back over to Craig Deleuze. Craig, let's go back to that deal. I'm moving to California today or tomorrow, and I want to buy ammo. Now, you said what? I, I have to go through that APHIS or whatever. I have a Georgia driver's license. I can't buy ammo, can I? Well, what you would need to do is you would need to register with APHIS, and there's a way you can go. You can uh Get a form or go online, fill out the information, yada, yada, yada. They do basically a basic background check. And it takes about 30 days, and then you would be able to purchase ammunition. Or you can <laughs> firearm. Uh, you purchase a firearm, you go through the background check. It takes about 10 days. Uh, you would now be in APHIS, and then you would be able to purchase fire, purchase ammunition. Okay, I do. There is another way for me to buy ammo. I can just go to Arizona and buy ammo and bring it home with me. Well, we'll see now. You, I, I, what I'm, we're on, what I'm telling you is, is that if you, if you were looking to do it legally, because if you're going to bring it back into California, you're not able to transport it back into California. But basically, what you just said is basically what a lot of criminals do. They would just drive over to Arizona. They would head over to Nevada, uh, and or they would head up to Oregon, and they would purchase their ammo and just bring it back into the state of California. The other way in which a criminal would do it is they would have a straw purchaser. They would have someone who's already 
gone bought purchased a firearm already in APHIS, go and purchase the firearm and then just give the fire give the go purchase the ammunition and then give the give the ammunition to them. That is not something that I would recommend a law abiding citizen do. Mm-hmm. Uh but I know it happens. Well, in the operative word here, ladies and gentlemen, is criminal or criminals in this yeah. case, plural, as Craig just said. And the reason I ask that question is because if I do that, I am a criminal in California. Can I get locked up for that? Will I go to jail? Yes. Yes. As a matter of fact, you can. Is it a felony? I do not know. It depends. I do not know. I do not know if it is a felony to transport ammunition into the state of California. I could not tell you if it was a felony or a misdemeanor. I bet if I have, uh, I don't know, seven or eight cases of ammo in my trunk and get pulled over, I bet it's going to be a felony. (laughs) I'm just guessing, you know, from from what we know about California. That's the reason I asked that question, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you have to go through if you're living in California. So let's talk now about, go back to Benitez quickly. Do we expect this? Because we know the routine in California. Bonta is going to appeal this. We've seen these before. States enjoined from enforcing it. There's an appeal. Ninth Circus gets involved. Whatever happens, another judge comes in or two or three judges come in in a panel and say, nah, and they allow it to go back into effect. We saw that with the magazines, for example. Millions of Californians bought, or you know, many hundreds of thousands bought millions of magazines during that window. So do we have a window in California right now where people are going crazy stocking up on ammo right this minute? No, because I do not see that he put a stay on it. So it would, one, it would require him to, to put a, to, well, let me clarify. Usually after a decision like this, within a couple of days, they'll say whether or not they're going to put a stay on their decision. Right. If he does not put a stay on it, then he'll note that his decision will then go into effect. What usually then happens is the uh, appeals court will say, well, they'll, the, the, uh, the state will appeal, and the appellate court will say, okay, we're going to put a stay on the decision. What, what Benitez did with magazines was he said, I'll put the stay on it myself if, as long as, I'll put a stay on it myself, but people will be allowed to keep the magazines that they purchased during that week. We call it Freedom Week here in California, which basically uh, then made it so that uh, in the week in between the time he made the decision and the time in which the stay took place, millions upon millions of standard capacity and high-capacity magazines were purchased in the state of California. So at least they can no longer make the argument that uh, they are – that the, the argument that they are in common use uh, is, is, is more valid now than ever in the state of California when it comes to magazines. So if there were – because we know what the Democrats' arguments are for standard-capacity magazines, referring to them as high-capacity, et cetera or Joe Biden, whatever gibberish he decides to call them, high-caliber magazines, whatever dopey thing he decides to say that particular moment. Have there been, because of that, now that there are millions of those magazines that were not there before, have there been millions of murders in California as a result of the purchase of those magazines when they were lawful during Freedom Week? No, there, there have not. I, you and I knew that there would not be, because, by the way, the criminals already had the standard capacity magazines. Uh, they weren't concerned about making sure they had 10-round magazines. It just means now that law-abiding citizens who did not possess them before are now able to legally possess them. Purchase, 
were able to purchase them, now they are able to legally possess them. Yeah, I'm curious. I haven't seen any, and I didn't do any follow-up today. Forgive me for this. I might be ignorant of this. But normally, your governor, Newsom, will come out and make very snide comments about Benitez in a ruling like this, calling him the extremist NRA in the pocket of the NRA judge and all this nonsense. When, as you said, Benitez is ruling. See, Benitez is very intelligent. He knows that his decisions will be examined by higher courts. He knows the Supreme Court is going to get involved at some point in time, and his decisions are rock solid, ladies and gentlemen. You read them, you'll know what I'm talking about. But having said that, has Newsom come out and belittled Benitez's decision yet? I have not seen it, but again, I have, it's not something I looked for today. Oh, always. I mean, yes, he's already come out and he said, already has come out and said something as, as is predictable. And he says the same exact thing every single time. Well, these quote unquote common sense gun laws. And like I said, it goes back to what I said, it's common sense versus common nonsense. What they're talking about is common nonsense because the criminals already have. Uh, they have no problem getting ammunition. They've never had any problem getting ammunition. All they've done is, is make it harder for law abiding citizens to be able to defend themselves from these criminals. So time after time after time, lady, there's a, ladies and gentlemen, there's a, a method to the madness of these questions here. If you've listened to the show long enough, you know what direction I'm going. But time after time after time, we see that this only impacts you, Craig, me, and law-abiding citizens who live in California. Has there, has there ever been a reduction in crime that Gavin Newsom can point to as a result of bills like this or an increase in crime as a result of one of uh, Judge Benitez, for example, we'll focus on him, because of his decision. Can, can he point to that? No, there, there's nothing that he can point to to say that, well, there's been an increase in, in gun violence or gun crimes as a result of an expansion of gun rights. In fact, in California, all we've seen over the last 20 years is a reduction in, in, in uh, all we've seen is a reduction or taking away of fundamental rights. But we've seen in particular in the last 15 years an increase uh, in, in, in violence, in violence involving firearms. And I mean, right here in Sacramento, we've seen some horrific shootings take place. Uh, once again, and, and you know, I, whenever that happens, I get the call from the media. And I'm always quick to tell them, these are all the laws that are already in place that you say you want. Gun control does nothing to stop people from inflicting violence on one another. Craig Deleuze, we have one more segment with him. Don't go away. We'll be back four minutes right after this break. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, have you picked up your goat guns yet? Have you gotten addicted to those little miniature toy builds? Way too much fun. We can't get enough of them here. Mine will deliver tomorrow. I was expecting them today, Greg. I got the RPG. And I actually forgot the other gun that I bought, oh, but yeah. I did get the RPG that you have. You love that thing. Oh, that thing's so cool. And it's one of their larger models. Yep. From what I understand, I think it's probably what eight or nine inches long. It's it's 
it, it's pretty cool stuff. I can't wait. I've seen it. I've just never owned it and put it together. I can't wait to get it. Goatguns.com. Use the promo code AAR and you get 10% off on that first purchase. So do that. And with Valentine's Day coming up, these make incredible gifts for the gun lover in your life. And if you really want to have some fun, get one for one of your liberal colleagues or family members or friends. And they can put it together and have fun with it. And you can just tease them. It's just a toy. It's not going to hurt you. It's just a toy. Goatguns.com. Promo code AAR. Heaven's Harvest. The survival food. Ooh. You know, I don't know what to tell you other than you'll sleep easier if you have some. Survival food. Get it on the cheap. It's great stuff. Heavensharvest.com. You'll pick that up. You'll have 30 days. You will sleep better knowing that you have those 30 days of food. Let's go back to the great Craig Deleuze out in California. Craig, welcome back in, brother. It's always fun to have you here. Again, tell people where they can find you and where you're running. We want to continue to drive this home. I'm looking forward to having you on on a regular basis between now and the election to get this word out that you are out there fighting, brother. I very much appreciate it. All you got to do is either Google me, Craig Deleuze. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Craig Deleuze. My website is CraigDeleuze.com. I'm running for Congress in the state of California in the 6th Congressional District, which is suburban Sacramento County. Uh, I could really use your support. I mean, in gun rights, we don't, we don't, we don't, we haven't won gun rights based on getting the big donations, the big contributions. It's always been small donors. It's always been the average Joe contributing $25, $50, $100, whatever they could do. And guess what? Gun rights supporters and candidates are going to win the same way. So if you could just go to CraigDeleuze.com, you know, drop a few shekels and encourage a few few of your friends to do the same. Now, I, I got to ask this. I have a topic. I'm going to spend more time on this tomorrow, but I'm going to mention this because it, it ties in with media, which is going to tie in with the question that I want to ask you. You know, you know very well with what you've done over all of these years that the media is in the hip pocket of the left. We know that. And I, I, I got to tell you, if you, ladies and gentlemen, it's always fun to do this, but if you Google gun control, okay, and that's a secret on the show. If forever we're, we're ever really busy, Craig, and all of a sudden we're going on air, you can Google gun control and you've got topics for six hours of radio without batting an eyelid, as you well know. The stories yeah. are out there. But if you do that, there's one story in particular that's popping up, and I find it quite fascinating when you Google the gun control search. Take a listen to these stories, and I'll tie this into my question to you about the media. Fox News, Indiana lawmaker flashes holstered gun to students protesting for gun control. AP News, uh, or not AP, New York Post, excuse me. Indiana State Rep Jim Lucas flashes gun at high schoolers advocating for blank. And then NBC News, video shows Indiana lawmaker flash holstered gun to students. And on and on and on. Do you believe that verbiage is coincidental? It's just more evidence of a playbook. Everybody's he's, they're all all these outlets are saying that he's flashing his gun. That is not by that that is by design, is it not? It's not coincidence, is it? Oh, it is like they're getting talking points directly from the DNC. Uh, you've seen the videos. All you gotta do is go to YouTube and you'll check them out. Where you have the newscasters like all reading the same exact things, and they'll right. have dozens of them. Local newscasters, once again, all reading the same exact thing, using the same exact verbiage. Uh, it, that is when you know that it is uh, that it is uh, uh, propaganda and not press. So this leads to my question. What kind of coverage are you getting running on your conservative platform out there? Is the major media paying attention to you 
And are they skewing you with headlines like this or questions like this, et cetera? What, what kind of attention are you getting from, quote unquote, mainstream media? Absolutely none. Ah, God, Absolutely not shocked. Zero coverage. Well, because, you know, it, part of the part of the issue is, is that, wow. number one, they want to make it seem like, oh, well, it's just it's a given that this guy is going to get reelected. We literally did a forum. It's literally the only forum. And he and I were the only two people there. And I in this this, this debate, I basically I, I basically I, I ran circles around it. And all I've been waiting on is for the video to come out. Well, they put out, the, by the way, they, this, this is the Sacramento Bee that did this. All right? This is a big newspaper in Sacramento. They put out the endorsement. They, they acted, they treated me like I was an also-ran. Now, mind you, I was the only other candidate that they invited to be a part of this. They treated me like an also-ran, and then they didn't post the video. So... They've gone a step further in that they are literally covering for the sitting congressman now, and, and then you know I've gone to I've gone to a black newspaper here, the ethnic newspapers in the area. I'm like, there are only two African Americans who are running for Congress in this entire region. Both of them are Republicans. Both of them are supported by the Republican Party. Why are you not covering their races? I'm like, you're covering an also ran who's running for the mayor of Sacramento, but you won't cover, you know, two elected officials who are running to replace Democrats. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Yeah, let's, let's dig into that for just a second. Sure yeah. it is. Of course it is. Well, let's dig a little deeper into that. Let's go down a hole here. Do you, can you, can you is the best way to phrase it, can you get a fair shake? And, and as much as this pains me to say this, but it's true. If you don't get any coverage, which is intentional, their expectation is that, yeah, enough people won't know who you are, which is why that's designed that. It's why they're not doing that intentional. But you're old enough, like myself, to remember elections where actually both candidates were covered and people were given a choice. And the media actually talked to both candidates. It wasn't that long ago in geologic time. Let me put it that way. In the last few election cycles, we haven't seen it that way. But nonetheless, if you're not getting any of that coverage from somebody like the Sacramento Bee, can you expect... To win. Well, that's the reason why we're focusing on, uh, on on reaching people through alternative media. We're we're focusing on local newspapers, on the neighborhood newspapers, so getting sad. information out to them because they are they are covering this. They are covering this race. Uh, we're working on reaching people directly through alternative media, through social media, and we've seen a phenomenal we've seen a phenomenal Good. response. Um, mainstream media is eventually going to have to cover this. And one of the advantages of the work that I did with the Firearms Policy Coalition, doing so much media for them, was uh, I was very successful in getting them to cover things that they will, normally would not have covered. Uh, and, and that's going to be what the key is going to be, is, is putting them in a position where these things are so newsworthy, if they do not cover them, uh, they're going to look like idiots. Yeah, and as long as you get those clips out, as long as you get those tapes out and utilize the social media that the left usually dominates they will be forced to cover it. They'll do it with egg on their face, and they'll kick and scroll, you know, scratch and claw their way to do it. They might choke on it. That's always fun to watch, by the way, when they're forced to do it. But we know you'll get it. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a shame where we are today. We wish you the best of luck. CraigDeluz.com. CraigDeluz, D-E-L-U-Z.com. Craig, we're looking forward to having you back on many, many times between now and the election. Good luck to you out there. We're going to do everything in our power 
to give you a fair shake that they won't and help you get elected. Californians, man, you got to make a change. This is how it's done. Thank you, Craig, for being here. We appreciate it very, very much. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, coming up the next hour, Craig, is uh, Stephen Gutowski will be here with us in the next hour. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues right after the break. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 